0: And welcome back to episode 34 of the Weekly Tech round with me, Jay. And me, Carl. Episode 34, Carl. Well, 34 weeks of the dulcet tones of you
1: and I. Wow. I feel sorry for our listeners.
0: <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. We need to keep <laughs> them on board. Don't get rid of them. Good God, man. Oh, just tell you, you shouldn't work in marketing. Definitely
1: not.
0: Oh, anyway, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this Another epi- episode, yes, episode indeed. This uh, next show of uh, full-on epic news is what I was trying to say. Uh, we've got information on the new Apple event, the spring-loaded event, which John Prosser was right; it is an a- April event. And well, Carl, you've done a stellar job on the show notes this week, and you even dug up some Ming Chi Quo. Um, oh, is it premonition? No, that's not the right word, is I mean, it? Um,
1: well, yeah. it- the man is on fire, man. He's made a lot of premonitions.
0: Uh, Yeah, for the upcoming iPhone 14 release, which is obviously due September this year, if you can set your watch by...
1: No, 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 the 14 is the one after that. Of oh, course no. it is. We're only on yes. the 12 now.
0: Sorry. sorry, yeah, sorry, what am I about? Yes, of course. He's that's talking right. about
1: like... the 14. He's, he's he's not bothered by 13 anymore.
0: No, no, you're right. Sorry, that's the whole point. That's, yeah, that's the crazy <laughs> part about this. All right, that's right. He's kind of hasn't even, he's not even talking about the 13. You're right. He's on about the 40, which is, you're right, a year since September. Um, That's how crazy things are around here that we are, you know, we can't even, we've forgotten already. We don't care about the 13. We're all about no. the 14. Um. So, and to finish off, as mentioned last week, we got a little conversation around Discovery Season 4, which caught us both by surprise last week as we didn't realise they'd actually wrapped on filming and it was due for release. So, with that in mind, let's get kicking with the first story of the week and it's all about stepping up a gear for Intel. Yes, the bad puns have started already.
1: (laughs) We've started early today. I know, thank you, thank you. Uh, Yeah, so, Intel, uh, uh, I've kind of well, we talked about their their future of Intel a couple of weeks back, and they're, you know, they're launching their new Foundry Services, where they'll basically start designing chips for anyone who's got the money. Uh, so they have kind of announced that you know they're going to start making chips for car companies because I think I think we've definitely mentioned the show that car companies are having a bit of a hard time uh, with this shi- uh, chip shortage. You know that they- <laughs> yeah. that was oh, <laughs> a- chip, chip shortage. <laughs> 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 Yes. Close, close. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think the likes of uh, Ford and GM have been hit particularly hard. And I know they've uh, they've even had to shut down production of some of their their trucks and stuff uh, and make design changes. But Intel stepped up and said, look, guys, we've got this spare capacity. Uh, You know, we can start making stuff. So Intel kind of, what, reckoning in, what, six to nine months, they could have this the chips certified for their existing processes and begin actually making them for the automotive industry.
0: Yeah, so I think that's right. You, we have talked about it before, and we've also talked about how Intel, uh, thanks to Pat Gelsinger's return, of now moving into their, their new Intel foundry services, aren't they? So they're basically yeah. plowing ahead with Intel becoming effectively a real competitor to TSMC and the other fabs, isn't it, that are out there. Uh, and I think the other thing we kind of think about here from... From Intel's point of view is they've probably got spare capacity because the 14 nanometer chips that they you know have just you know been <laughs> fighting over for a long time are probably yeah. gonna come to the end of their run pretty soon, aren't they, as they, they are, move into yeah. more uh more efficiency and lower nanometers. So yeah, why not? And I think what I think we were talking before, was it like twenty-eight nanometer were like automotive chips, I'm sure it was something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: something like that. They're not cutting edge from that point no. of view, are they? And you know, they don't need to be suppose, power efficiency, yes, but There's plenty of space in the car to put chips and provide ventilation and and large heat sinks, et cetera. It doesn't need to be quite so power efficient as you might want in a mobile device.
0: No, definitely not. But uh, yeah, I mean, six to nine months is pretty aggressive timing considering, you know, normally fabs, Come online, take two or three years minimum, don't they, to build and plan? So yeah, I don't think clear... this isn't
1: building any new fabs for it. This is just getting their chips certified on Intel's processes rather than whatever they're used to, just to make sure it's all okay. And then hitting, uh, hitting go, I suppose, on the production run.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's they don't have to. They're not spinning up new fabs. They're just basically okay. taking the production lines that've been doing other stuff, as you say, and then recertifying for for the new stuff. But yeah, I mean, full, you know, full steam ahead for Intel. Yeah, Pat Gelsing is true to his word and the IDF, you know, the foundry services are off to a running start. And, you know, if this is the first of the stuff they're doing for other customers, then, you know, the next kind of phase to start making, you know, not just ATX, six chips, but ARM and I think was was it RISC-5. RISC, yeah. Um, Risk chips as well. Yeah, we'll be seeing more of these news stories, I think, in the near future. But, yeah, great to see. Really positive news, you know. At least it isn't like making an announcement, nothing happens, nothing happens, oh, and then, oh, by the way, we might be doing this. Definitely not the case of that at all, is it?
1: No, no, not at all. And I suppose they're not really going to fight other people for performance like they are on the desktop and server divisions.
0: No, this isn't this isn't a fight to the death, is it? Of how small you <laughs> can make the chip and FPS yeah, yeah. uh,
1: you can get for your HUD.
0: No, no. Basically, this is: I want my car to turn on. I want the lights to work. It's going to be really
1: reliable, consistent, reliable. No overclocking. We don't need decay version of the chip.
0: No, I just want it to run. I need it to be stable. And yeah, you know, just, you know, just needs to do what it says on the tin. You know, be the ECU of my dreams. Exactly. <laughs> but no, it could work. Nice, nice to see it. I think, like I say, I'd like to see some already stories, you know, in the coming months as perhaps they start to do other work for, out, you know, not just automotive, but other customers, which I'm sure Intel will be quick to publicize. Yeah, definitely. Uh excellent okay cool so we've got intel we've got intel moving forward uh so we look we've talked a lot over the last few months around the epic case haven't we and the, we have the, yeah. the, the fight between Apple which has brought, you know, basically Facebook in it, we've got Steam in it, but we haven't really talked too much recently about Epic themselves, I guess. We've, we've, we've done a lot of kind of, I guess, naysaying on the business model, and yep. like, they're, they're bleeding money, aren't they? And they're like, how does this work? And, you know, how the hell do you run a business where, you're, you know, you're fighting a losing battle over a free store? Well, y- you've done some good research this week, I have to say, and like, <laughs> I didn't realize actually how much Epic were worth, but it seems that so Sony then have just done well, wasn't
1: just Sony, of course, but it was another no. funding
0: round. I understand
1: for Epic. they did. The Sony what, the other day invested another 200 million, uh, as part of a joint 1 billion investment into Epic. So it kind of values them at just oh uh, well, just under 29 billion dollars. That's amazing. That's uh, it's not Apple money, but uh, <laughs> it's a good chunk of change, isn't
0: it? Well, it is considering when I mean, you stop and think about what is Epic actually have. In you know, well, okay, you've got Fortnite, which
1: is a uh, yep. cash cow, and you have the Unreal Engine, yes, isn't it? You do, yeah. Well, they've got a couple of other games as well, don't they? I can't know what they are called though, but they're all along the similar lines to uh Fortnite. But I mean, that pro- <sighs> that proved the point. there. they've
0: got a couple of the games, but I can't think what the name of them was.
1: <laughs> I know, but maybe it's just I'm down with the kids.
0: No, but I mean, look, I what do you think Sony why is Sony investing in them And I'm like you know this is nothing to do with Sony investing in Epic for the store or for anything like that or Fortnite this is Sony securing uh investment into the Unreal Engine which the majority of the top end PS5 games are really built on aren't they and yeah I think the PS5
1: is a showcase for it and this isn't the first time Sony have invested they invested 250 million last July
0: yeah they are this. This is them making a strategic move to ensure that their console and potentially, I guess, future consoles uh, get first, you know, first party access to the Unreal Engine. As you say, it becomes a showcase for it, and it ensures that yeah, they they're going to get you know their development teams are going to get access for the games, isn't it? Really, it's a it's a smart move, really.
1: It is, but the cynic in me is saying, is this why Epic didn't go after Sony or Microsoft?
0: What in terms of the PSN?
1: Yeah, because uh, they take 30% cut as well. And they're a monopoly because they're the only way you can buy the games. Well,
0: the cynic I mean, is was probably,
1: that biting off a hand that feeds you at that point?
0: Probably. And actually, is it... And, you know, the cynic in me says that Sony are no way in the same ballpark as either of those two companies in terms of might and muscle. And actually, no. why would you cut off every food source effectively, you know. Um, it just comes across as
1: a bit hypocritical. You can't say I'm only going to do one of you when all everyone's doing it.
0: <laughs> no, you know. I mean, I, I don't personally think that Sony would be teeing this up as a future investment in terms of, sorry, a future acquisition. No. I can't see it. I don't see what value that ha- ha- is for them because there's an epic story purely PC only. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think for a second that Sony are going to look at moving into the PC market for gaming. Does not make any no. sense whatsoever.
1: Though they have started releasing some kind of what, PlayStation exclusives uh, onto PC now.
0: Yeah, but it's few and far between. It it's is hardly, definitely yeah. It's you know, and actually, some of the stuff that come out was it like Death Stranding and all that kind of stuff, and mm. by some of the developers, it's later on. But none of the big, none of the top titles. Let's just say you don't get Gran Turismo on PC no. like you get Forza on PC now, do you?
1: No, no, you don't. But they could probably make a bit of money out of that if you did.
0: Yeah, that's got me thinking, yeah. I tell you,
1: I miss I miss Gran Turismo. I mean, that's a special place, you know. Yeah, yeah. and that was the reason I bought many a PlayStation for Gran yeah. Turismo. And it's one yeah. it's one of the, probably the only games I miss from the PlayStation.
0: Yeah, got me thinking there. I'm thinking, well, that could be something. But uh, yeah, I don't think that's the case at all. Yeah, you're right. This is more around investment. This is... Sony uh, doing some strategic plays to ensure developer access yeah. and making sure that PS Five has has an edge effectively, isn't it over over the Xbox? Because yeah. Unreal Engine, to a degree, is is fantastic in terms of what it can achieve. Yep. And the Sony need to have something to compete with, and so why wouldn't you? Yeah. But <laughs> saying that, saying that though, you've got to ask the question, and I know this was the kind of the next leading story is. If that's the case, if they're valued at close to $29 billion, how can they give away $17 billion? Sorry, $17.5 billion no, worth that of games for it's free. Important. Yeah, that, that's important.
1: <laughs> yeah, this was the uh, story that came out because obviously Apple's been asking a lot of questions. And yeah, so obviously within the court documents, there was a lot of financial information. And yeah, you're right. So they've given the, what was it they've given out? they've given out 749 million copies of, of free games. Wow, that's (laughs) so you kind of calculate, and it comes to around what seventy and a half billion dollars. But they haven't done that; they're obviously not paying full price, are they? No, because Tim Sweeney, the CEO, was quick to point that out, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, they're they're paying. I can't what they call them now. Guarantees. They're basically giving a a developer here's I know ten million pounds. That gives us the right to give away unlimited copies of your games.
0: Yeah, and. To be honest with you they as they said you know this isn't about them just burning money for sure. for them they see this as a loss i think we were saying before offline this is like this you know yeah. your, your grocery store your supermarket it's a loss leader isn't it it's like it is yeah we'll give away this because in the hope that you'll then go on and buy maybe the if we give away i don't know the the game from last year you'll buy this year's version and you'll buy the dlc with it because that's not free um yeah. Or, you know, you'll be in the store, you'll think, oh, actually, you know what, whilst I'm here, I'll pick that up as well. Um, and the other thing with Epic, I, you know, you, probably people have noticed is that when you get the free game from Epic, there is a checkbox that says, do you want to share your details with the developer, isn't it? So it's kind of like, yeah. if, you know, you don't have to tick it, but some people will do it because, you know, just out of habit or think they've got to. And then... Well, yeah, it looks like
1: a, a do you agree to terms and conditions box.
0: <laughs> it does. It's very cleverly done. And you're right. People will do that, and then it's a case of okay. Then the developers then got you as a as a customer in the sense of they your details, and they can send you the latest updates, and hopefully that you'll buy stuff, I guess, or they can advertise you in that sense, isn't it?
1: Does but yeah.
0: I just but, to me. Go oh, on, sorry. I, just, I was going to gonna say. Know, say but...
1: So you know, it didn't cost them seventeen and a half billion, but apparently they still made a loss of three hundred thirty million last year.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? You know. And when you when you add it up, um, yeah. you know, I think when I was looking at the figures in in, I think the other story is like, they they've made nearly half a billion dollar loss since the launch of the Epic Store.
1: Yeah, I mean the company as a whole's making a lot of money, isn't it? They, apparently they made what three point eight five billion in revenue, and that equated to one point five four billion in gross profit. Uh, but the Epic Store is costing them a lot of money
0: this is the thing and i know everybody bangs on about Fortnite, and they say that you know Fortnite is cash cow well it is because um epic you know epic aren't saying how much they make from Fortnite, but i think the the there is the notes and the stuff saying that they've earned like 700 million or so from the ios side of the house in two years so 700 yeah. million in two years is great but that money is not infinite because no, eventually people will move to something else, won't they? Fortnite will not be the game of choice forever. And, you know, there are competitors there. I think we've mentioned it before that Roblox or Roblox. I've probably pronounced that yeah. badly. The, the game that again is really popular with, you know, that certain demographic of children and I guess, teens. Um, you know, that's got a lot of in-app purchases as well. So people will move away from Epic. Epic will get, will. Uh, sorry, and Fortnite, I mean, sorry, will get to a point where it's it's, it's passe, isn't it? People have moved on. You don't, you know, it's not cool anymore. And um, what's that game that's really big at the moment? Um, is it among Amongst Us, that one? I keep seeing loads of that's stuff. That's the or,
1: one, Amongst Us. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, like there's like your, you know, some kind of uh, murder in your midst, isn't it, with these, like, characters. You know, so it's, you know, Fortnite is still people are playing it, but, that, that figure of uh, returns has got to be diminishing, isn't it? It has to be diminishing every year.
1: It has to be. I mean, and some of the figures we did get are, you know, look at just PC alone. They, they, what? So people spent about 700 million in the Epic's Game Store on their PC last year. On what? I- exclusives? <laughs> no, I don't know. 265 million, that was third-party PC games. So that leaves you, with what, uh, 435 million. How much of that was Fortnite, do we reckon?
0: Well, that's it. That's just the point I forgot to mention when I was having my little rant was, of course, we talked about 700 million on two years in iOS. Well, it's no longer on the iOS platform, is it? No, it's not. That's a lot of money to lose. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you're right. How much of that is Fortnite? And also, you know, when you look at the Epic Store, right? And we have, I've said this before. I've not just got the Epic Store. I've got Epic. I've got GOG. I've got Steam. I've got Xbox Uh, You play. You play now. Uh, if you somehow you've still got origin good luck um you know no, it's the
1: ea not... desktop now
0: oh that's <laughs> right it is isn't it um you know it's not just one store anymore i mean there must be some people that stay in one store you know for me for a long time it was steam but it gets to a point where you can't have that because the whole problem with epic that i personally have is I don't want to buy anything from there because those games are on every other store I've got. And yep. I'm forced to kind of spend money on Epic because of like things like Hitman 3, where it yep. was a first-party exclusive to Epic and will be for a certain time. So my hands are tied. If I want that game, I have to buy it from Epic. But that kind of puts to. you off
1: because you're now pissed that you've had to buy it from Epic when you'd rather buy it from Steam because for whatever reason. And now you're like, well, mm, if the game's out now and it's slightly cheaper on Epic... But it's available on Steam. I'm gonna buy it on Steam.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd be inclined to. I think because my loyalty lies with Steam, not because Steam's perfect. Oh God, but no! I've I've used it for how long? We had Steam now for seventeen years.
1: <laughs> Something like that, yeah.
0: You know, like, oh my God, seventeen last year, two thousand and four. We think we, yeah, it must be anyway. But so we're like, you know, nearly nearly twenty years. You know, for the best part of, you know, yeah you know, Steam is has been there and I've built a library up there and it does what it says in the tin. Now, you know, I'm not every customer and some people, are, you know, moving into PC gaming may think Epic. But you're right. Why would I want to spread this everywhere? Because that doesn't do me any favours, ultimately, you know.
1: No, it does not.
0: But uh, look, somebody's buying games on Epic, so <laughs> it's got to be working, well, surely, is isn't it? is it just
1: because you can't get Fortnite anywhere else?
0: Well, unless you're an Android player, I suppose. Yeah. But i just it's curious, it really does puzzle me. I mean it just I think the question is how long can this go on for? How long with their business model do they allow the game store to be a loss
1: yeah it's a uh, it's interesting because you know the other kind of i t industries that do, uh, do do loss leading, I should say are things like the consoles, aren't they Microsoft and Sony yep. look, the hardware is a loss leader, but they make the money on the store.
0: Yeah, but that's the Sony's problem with that argument is that Sony are struggling to monetize you once you've bought the console because you have you, you know you, with the Xbox, so uh, Microsoft can suck you in earlier on because Game Pass works on PC, so if you have Game yep. Pass, you can then do X Cloud Gaming. Of course, that's you know now in beta, isn't it? So you can play games that way. You can get games to PC. You can play online cloud gaming. Yeah, You're ready to go. So the console is like the next step in like, well, perfect. We'll give you the console. Then you just, that experience moves across to another platform. Sony are having, you're having to buy into the console from Sony early on and then buy the game. Yeah. And, you know, that's where I think that the problem is, is that PSN cannot compete with that. And we've talked about it before. You mentioned, I think, earlier today when we are having a chat about another friend of yours who's just moved into the Xbox world. And again, you know, long-term, like myself, Sony fan, PS, uh, PS guy, you know. But the Xbox is a great console, but it's not necessarily the Xbox. It's the it's Game It's the Pass. ecosystem
1: that goes with it. And that's yeah. what my friend, like you, he was PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. He had the one, two, three, four. Um, and he was going to get the five. I said, look, have a look at this. Have you seen Game Pass? And he was like, what, I just buy that and I get this many games? It's like, Yeah. So he's like, Son it, I'm going to go and get that." And he's absolutely said a couple of weeks now, absolutely loving it. He's not bought one game; he's just subscribed to Game Pass, and he's like, "I've got so many games, I don't know what to play."
0: No, that's do you know, that's my problem as well. Is that I, you know, some days I, it's my big, you know, you know, my biggest bugbear with Netflix is yeah. I, I can spend half an hour scrolling the cat the, you know the carousel yeah um and it's so annoying it's like i just wish i'd watched something you know and i have that problem now with um game pass you know i'll pick up my phone because it's easier to scroll through game pass on my phone and i'm like oh that looks yep. good oh yeah that looks good oh that looks- oh, what should i in- what should i actually install you know <laughs> and a bit like your friend i ha- i don't i haven't bought no tell a lie i've bought one game that was my kids which was lego uh, lego worlds okay yeah um, but every other game on my xbox is i haven't paid for you know it's on game
1: pass and i did sounds so illegal doesn't it games on my xbox <laughs> you know
0: yeah um and i read it i read an article actually funny enough yesterday that was saying about this and it was by somebody who was saying that they were they were both ps5 and um... was
1: that the one i sent you earlier oh yes, or you read that been... yeah
0: no, the, yeah, that was it. And there was another one I think I read. Really but yeah, you're right. Basically, the whole value chain, wasn't it? The guy was saying... Was, yeah. Um yeah. apologies. You did send me out i just realised now. Yeah, the whole value chain, wasn't it? And the guy was saying that, yeah, you know, PS5 is a stunning console and, you know, it has its measure and all that. Um, and he points out, you know, Game Pass is great. Um, the PSN thing probably does it slightly better because it was Game Pass is that some of those games will cycle out and you'll lose yeah. them, regardless whether you've got them installed or not. But you get a 20% P-
1: discount if you want to buy them.
0: Yeah, and I guess so the PSN does it slightly better, Is that as long as it's still installed,
1: you keep but that's it. the same as Xbox Live. You get two games a month, which are yours to keep as long as you're an Xbox Live subscriber.
0: Yeah, so my kids today, funnily enough, staff and me we were playing Indiana Jones, um, Lego Indiana Jones, which I got yeah. from free, you know, free on uh, on um, uh, Xbox Gold, you know? The- yeah. Xbox Live Gold, uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one, yeah, yeah, which is still rather confusing when you've got Game Pass. But anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, you know, they they they're loving that. They 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 play that together co-op. You know, it's like great. Again, I didn't pay for it. You know, uh, and yeah, there are some games. You know that I probably will. I probably will buy some games on the Xbox at some point because ultimately there will be a game that comes out that I'll want to buy. You know, yep, it will happen
1: definitely. There you know? won't be on Games Pass.
0: No, and that's probably be something like GTA six, I'm sure, when that comes out, because that will not be on Game Pass to start with. Um no,
1: that would be a hell of a coop if it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would. But you know, that'll be a buy. That'll you know, that'll be something I'll purchase. But um yeah, the value mm-hmm. is in the Game Pass, it's definitely there in in the Game Pass, in get the get cloud gaming, um the PC crossover, save Cloud it just works. And yeah. it will get better. And yeah, I know you joked earlier with me saying that, you know, if Microsoft keep buying all the studios, then we're great. Yeah, Monopoly. Um, but <laughs> ultimately, you're right, you know. It can only benefit the gamer so to a degree, really.
1: Well, as long as you've got the Xbox.
0: Oh, yeah. But yeah, buy an Xbox. That's that's it. <laughs>
1: but yeah, come back to your buying GTA 6 thing. You don't mind that because you know it's going to be a £70 game. But, okay, I might begrudge it a little bit, but I won't really because I've not bought any other games this year.
0: No, you're right. That's the whole point. You know, I am paying what what was it? So we're paying 120 quid a year, probably, aren't we? With ten a yeah. month for yeah. but I'm getting my two triple A numbers. games. But that's it. When you break it down, uh you're right. When you break it sounds a lot of money, but it isn't because you're right. If I'd gone out and bought exactly as you just said, two triple A games. If I added up all of the games that are on my Xbox, so I've got Forza, there's Resident Evil, there was that UFC three one I was telling you about the other day. Uh, the boxing was, one. The Lego, yeah, the Lego game, ex, uh, air combat, uh, Is combat seven, excuse me, um, you know, even second hand. You add all that up, I'd have paid, I'd have paid one hundred twenty quid, yeah, easily. You're right, and you know, and then oh, don't forget, on my PC, I've got Wreckfest Fest installed. I've got um, uh, Flight That's Simulator twenty 2020... twenty. <laughs> it is a great game, Flight Simulator twenty twenty, which is 60, 60 quid off the bat.
1: Minimum sixty. Yep.
0: Yeah. So again, all of these things we do. Oh, and um, was it Crusader Kings Four? Where I downloaded, didn't I, when that came we out? Did yeah, Yep.
1: Club?
0: And that was a triple A title release. So all those things, I've that they've got my money. You know, they I have spent more than one hundred and twenty quid on games, which I probably wouldn't have done if they weren't on no. Game Pass. So it is. It is a really good way to look at it. You know, and I think going back to kind of the story around the epic piece and that these multiple stores are good for competition, but not necessarily good for the consumer. I don't think in a sense of it's not, ne- it's not great to spread your eggs between different baskets sometimes, you know, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, to me, I, 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 look, I I'm not an econ- eco- uh, economist. Excuse me. I'm not, you know, a CFO of a company, but to me, the Epic store does not make sense. It just cannot, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't have longevity. No, no. But what do I know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what do you know, know, Joe? Yeah, he's out there. So, m- moving on, I suppose. Um, i got a yeah. brief. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> moving swiftly on. Um, yeah, Samsung, this is a slightly strange one. I don't think we're going to see it here, but Samsung have just announced the release of their Galaxy Quantum 2, which is a, kind of a, a one of the new phones in con- done, built in conjunction with SK Telecom. So, where SK Telecom? Is that Japan? So Singapore,
0: uh, no, Singapore. Is, uh, Singapore, no, no, SK, South Korea,
1: South Korea Telecom. yep. <laughs> so it's not you know it's not a top of the range phone. It's got a Snapdragon 855, 6 gig of RAM, I don't know some sixty four megapixel camera and a six point seven inch screen. Pretty standard, fan, you not know, top of the range, but it has a quantum pro a quantum processor in it for security. No,
0: no, 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 no. Hmm. what? Quantum processor. Has nobody seen the quantum computing? I tell you, I've seen the,
1: the D Wave system. I'm trying to see how they fit that in a phone.
0: You know, the, the, the classic IBM one, it you know, looks like a chandelier upside down, you know, kind of hanging. That's you, the one. They're, they're huge.
1: Well, <laughs> they're saying, you know. And they're it's, mythical it's, as well. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a quantum random number generator made by a Swiss company called ID Quantique. Uh, it's Apparently, it's the smallest in the world, only 2.5 millimeter. IBM beat that. Oh come on! Look, <laughs> this this to me. Okay, quantum. It probably it was,
0: so. Doesn't it? So it does something around. It does something about uh, random noise capture. It did. It? I, I,
1: I had a, I d- I dived into ID oh. Quantum Techniques website to see. Or what the hell was it actually? Really, you know. Uh, apparently, it, it generates provably unbiased and unpredictable random randomness with high entropy from from the very first bit the shot noise of a light source captured by a cmos sensor so it's basically using the camera or a separate lens to grab light because it's always varies isn't it it's it's not static no no if you move slightly it's a different image uh, and it's using that for random number generating but i'm not calling that quantum really it's not what i had envisioned for quantum Mm. No, this sounds like some very clever marketing fluff that is slightly true, but actually,
0: as you say, it's using these, basically it's like random generation via light, which is very very clever and clearly very secure. But that is not quantum. It surely that can't be quantum, can it?
1: No, I mean <laughs> these guys, the Swiss company, they must have a brilliant marketing company, uh, department because they've been going since two thousand and one. Apparently, So they've been around a fair amount of time doing this quantum stuff. Is this like, is this, is this like tomato, tomato? It's like, you yeah, know I might say it slightly differently, but
0: it is really yeah. it is quantum. No, are you sure about it? Yeah, yeah, it's quantum. It's yeah, definitely like, quantum. Yeah. Trust us. Right. But so, so this is only coming out in South Korea then, in their home market. I, I imagine uh, so, yeah. So what is it aimed at then? Is it,
1: is it? Well, apparently this fully integrates with the Google, uh, I want to say key pass APIs, the bit that does the, Password fitting and stuff like that. Right. Uh the secure enclave, that kind of stuff. So apparently integrates that to any app that uses those Google APIs for generating secure passcodes and randomness, it will tap automatically into this chip to give you better randomness. Right. (laughs) Yeah, have I sold you yet?
0: I am just like I don't get it. I don't get it. So effectively then it's (laughs) An additional security T-style TPM-style chip to yep. enhance the encryption.
1: That's uh, generated, yeah.
0: For I'm guessing, banking apps something.
1: Yeah, apparently. So, yes. Sorry, in the article, some some banking, uh, sorry, some banks even in South Korea have got nat- this natively built into their app to to leverage it.
0: Hmm. I'd I'd like to read. I'd like. I want to know more about this because it's just like I'm curious, I'm very curious. It just sounds like a very niche product to fit a particular use case.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd like and, to see IBM and D-Waves t- take on this quantumness.
0: <laughs> it's like, guys, well done. If you've managed, to, you've shrunk it to 2.5, uh, was it millimeters? Millimeters, yeah, it was. Right, yeah. guys, we, we need to talk now because you know we'd like to buy root, your company. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, our our, our like, you know, two meter square quantum computer that you know we can't mass produce share um you know we we would like your help um awesome work guys but this proves again this is what we've talked about before with samsung and they're like 10 million models of phones isn't it yeah it's, it's like you know basically if you've got a use case you can afford it we will make you uh,
1: yeah and this is the uh, quantum two i presume there was a quantum one
0: i'm assuming there probably was <laughs> i must what? have
1: missed that one
0: Clearly, we weren't in the right marketplace for it, you know.
1: Definitely not.
0: (laughs) God, Samsung, you are crazy, crazy people with your multiple (laughs) Galaxy variants. And I bet you it's probably under the covers exactly the same as another Galaxy phone, just with this chip.
1: Yeah, just extra chip added on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well changing gear slightly and i will make no apologies we are now going to talk about apple for a little bit uh oh, oh actually no we've got one other story before we jump into apple because it would be unfair to slot nvidia i think into into the, into that lineup
1: um, yes you're right we should probably talk about nvidia next <laughs>
0: um but we're going to talk a bit about apple and i'll just heads up next week's show we'll cover uh, a review of the apple spring-loaded event which we'll talk about in a minute so next week uh we'll talk about that but first before we dive into that and the the, the the premonitions of future future casting. Um NVIDIA are going <laughs> this made me laugh last time. So yep. NVIDIA NVIDIA's uh what's it uncrackable uh mining uh restrictions which didn't okay. last or what, is it all crack
1: by NVIDIA themselves. Yeah oh yeah. that's
0: right yes yes here have a de- yes please don't use our chip for mining. Oh by the way do you want to try one of our new developer drivers? <laughs> <Yeah>. Um unlocked <laughs> yeah so they're trying another go at this I hear
1: they are, so obviously that didn't go to plan, and the driver is out there now, so people can just download it, and you know they don't need the latest drive; they just need one that's gonna un- unlock the uh the crypto mining so uh Nvidia I've had to go back to the drawing board and now gonna produce a slightly tweaked chipset that obviously won't take advantage of the hacked drivers
0: <laughs> so this is like right. We'll, we'll make it a hardware fix, basically, then, yeah?
1: But I'm not sure if it's actually a hardware fix. I think they're just changing the hardware ever so slightly, so it's going to have a different, uh, what do you call it, a string number for the hardware ID, and it uh, means the driver won't install on it.
0: So I guess what this is, like a, a V2 model of the cards, then?
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I'm pretty much sure nothing's going to change other than how it presents itself to the OS.
0: So, so now then, in a few months' time, then it'll be that classic case, but like, a bit like we do today with hard disk For now, we, yeah, you have to check the, you have to check the, the model number on it, and you know the
1: small print to see what version you're getting. Number. Yep,
0: yeah. So which sorry, which cards was this again?
1: This, this is the thirty sixty.
0: Oh, okay, so the low end version of three. It's the one that comes
1: it. with twelve gig of RAM and is is cheap, but still does pretty decent performance for cryptocurrency.
0: Yeah, the one that basically they're expecting people to buy in bulk for stuff like this, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I can imagine rolling out this kind of, you know, unhackable stuff to the rest of the range at some point.
0: Oh, of course it they will. They, they,
1: they want Nvidia you to buy their mining cards.
0: Well, yeah, they do. Exactly. NVIDIA don't want to be seen as part of the problem. But on the other hand, like you say, it's like, ah, uh, but we can offer you this mining card. It's very good. Very good.
1: Very good. It's Um, the same one as those, but with proper drivers.
0: (laughs) Yep. shh, don't look at this hand. Look at the left hand. Look at my right (laughs) hand. Don't look at the other one. And it's, yeah, so this is great, but considering there are hardly any 3060s, 3080s, 3070s, whatever, in the marketplace to start with, I mean, it's all well and good.
1: (laughs) It (laughs) is. I still can't buy one.
0: (laughs) You know, they're as rare as Rocky Horse droppings to start with, so it's all well and good them saying that we're going to make some, you know, different variations of the... um, chipset i mean could you could you make some more let alone you know variation yeah
1: i did read an article from the other week saying this is going to go on well into next year
0: that's oh, crazy isn't it? it really is
1: so i'll wait for the 4000 series before buying a card
0: <laughs> yeah that would, I, I don't know You time you get ready for like the 3090s might be quite cheap you know oh, it might so. be yeah but uh, okay well done nvidia so nvidia good luck with this and uh i give it all of about a week when you release these cards
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, they'll be hacked again.
0: But unlike John Prosser, I won't shave my eyebrows if I'm wrong.
1: No, definitely not. Like, it's not a look, a good look.
0: <laughs> no, no. So, on talking of John Prosser, there is going to be the Apple spring-loaded event on Tuesday, April the twentieth. Uh, tomorrow, I think it's yes, tomorrow. My God, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, and if you are uh, in America, that's 10 a.m. Pacific time. So yeah. that's about 6 p.m. 6 p.m. UK our time. time. So is. This, now, this, this, this is the big one, isn't it, that we've been waiting is.
1: for? But what did make me laugh? John, while John Prosser was saying there's going to be one in April, he wasn't the one that leaked the date, was he? No. <laughs> that they did might that have themselves. been... They did it in NVIDIA, didn't they? This was Apple. Apparently, Siri leaked the information.
0: Yeah. Not, not their,
1: <laughs> not their
0: finest hour. <laughs> no, you know you're like S- really Siri. Really? Yes, yes, really. Yes. It's <laughs> the only event. useful <laughs> information
1: you ever get out of her.
0: So, Apple Spring Load Event is the big one that's been rumored now for two months. So, uh, all <clears> of the, um, all of the the leakers have been banging on about it, saying what's coming. Yeah. And the reality of what is going to be dropped, of course, we never know until the day. But what we are expecting is a hardware event. Um, yeah. typically, uh typically. Well, I
1: think it's go going off. to be a big one though, because if you actually download the iCal from Apple's website, it's for a full two hours.
0: That's interesting,
1: but because I've had iCal's before, only be half an hour, forty-five minutes an hour. So it's a full two hours. So I suspect it's going to be a big one.
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting because there was kind of rumors, wasn't it, of what was actually you know how long would the event be? Would it be as you say
1: yeah.
0: a big one, uh, or would it be a kind of shorter event? Because what we do know is that, um, well, I say what we do know, with not certainty, but we have a good, strong indication is that this could be new iPads with the mini-LED displays. There are rumours of that um, new iPad mini, new iPad Pro mini, isn't it? Yeah,
1: so um, iPad mini and iPad Pro and a, a revised iPad, the cheapy one, the iPad.
0: Yeah, which it wasn't that long ago which they released a new iPad? No, that was the Air. Wasn't no, that was the Air.
1: They didn't do the iPad. That was the Air. Yeah,
0: that's right. Because the iPad Air, all of a sudden now, is basically subpart of the iPad Pro, isn't it? It is. Yeah, um, yeah. There are also rumors of the new iMacs because of the the store being uh, taken down, wasn't it? And the, the it was yeah available. So new iMacs and in rumored to be in um, based on the Pro XDR displays with Apple Silicon and in the 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 five color lineup that the um oh the iPad same Air as family.
1: the uh, the iPad Air, yeah
0: yeah now i did hear read about another rumor the other day that that again it isn't substantiated but it was a rumor that they could be releasing two versions of the iMac okay so one would be keeping the 2019 iMac chassis that we know today yeah yep. with uh updated intel uh you know uh, okay and then, obviously, having the silicone, 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 <laughs> <Sorry. Apple>
1: silicon—that's
0: <laughs> a whole different product. Uh, the Apple silicon um, version with the redesigned XDR display. Now, again, Ooh. with Apple, until it happens on the day, we don't actually okay. know. There's good guesses. The one thing, though, that people reckon we're not going to see, though, and uh, when I say people, is you know the the leakers and that the the, the critics is. Uh, new AirPods apparently. So the Gen 3s are now rumored to be uh, for in the in the autumn. Are they not going to be ready? Apparently not. No, I think I think many of the Mac sites, Mac Rumors, Ninety Five Mac, Cult Mac, uh, have all been saying the same thing that um, they've they are speculating that the AirPods 3 would be later this year. But you know, then again, Apple have surprised us before, haven't they?
1: They have indeed, but what about oh. the mythical air tags?
0: Oh, just going to say that it's the whole thing. Where the hell are the air tags? You know, two years air tags have been rumored, they've been <clears> talked, <throat> talked about, they've been seen. Apple then go and publicize, uh, well, I, I don't want to say a competitive product, but they go and third party product, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they did indeed,
0: which was the uh, Chip Chipolo, is it? Chip, 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 yeah, Chipolo, not Chipotle,
1: is it? uh. Ch- chip- I, don't know. I signed up I signed up to be you know told when they're available because I thought I might have some of those. Give them a go. Uh,
0: so they they were um they were announced last week as I think it's the first product to leverage the Find My Network, weren't yeah. they? So could AirTags now come out of the back of it? There is also talk of new Apple TVs, but again, I think there's a lot of rumors that they may not be shown. iPads iMacs are my bet Definitely. for this, personally.
1: Yep. Has to be how many iPads though? Are you going to get three brand new iPads? That's quite a lot for one event.
0: It is, but I don't know. You see, the iPad, the rumors around the iPad Pro, are that uh, are that the only thing will be an upgrade will be the screen. Okay. The so there was rumors that the, the the new Bionic. So what's what is in it now? The A14, isn't it? So the rumors that you'd see an A15 which will be on par yeah. to the M1 processors.
1: Yeah.
0: With mini LED display. But it's but then the it's rumored that the uh iPad mini will also come out as well with the but there's con see I, I'm seeing I've been reading contradicting stuff that's saying it'll only be the, the the larger form factor that get the mini mini LED right uh screen. The mini iPad Pro May not have it, but you just don't know with Apple until it's there. But I don't know. I don't know you. I don't see personally speaking. I don't see the the use case for a mini iPad Pro. Does that make sense? That
1: the, makes you know, sense. Like it, yeah. Because mm. surely the
0: whole point around the iPad Pro with the 11 inch and the 12.9 is the bigger real estate on the screen. Yeah. Taking advantage of note taking, drawing, all that capability. The iPad, the you know, an 8.7 inch mini version, just I would, I don't get it to me. That's it's just too small. I mean, I used to think the iPad, the the old iPad mini was a great device years ago. You know, we've got two at home, we've got a gen 2 and a gen 3, and they're used by the kids today. Personally, I can't stand them. It's too small, it just doesn't Mm. feel right. I always Um, struggle
1: with those, I like the idea, but they were just as expensive as a normal iPad
0: yeah and i bought one just get
1: the normal ipad
0: yeah the first ipad i bought was an ipad mini 2 okay yeah and i thought great oh it's a perfect form factor for going on the train and work and that yeah no it was it's just too too small small. it's too small um and to say you know and for me now the next ipad we get at home because at some point i'm gonna have to replace those minis is going to be a normal iPad? Does that make sense to Like a, yeah, a 9.7, iPad. yeah, yeah. Basically, the iPad. You know, with, was it the ten inch display or whatever? That's the one. Uh, that's yeah. That's where we're going. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, you, you may you may disagree. I don't know, but to me, it just they're just not not a usable display size.
1: No, I mean the only reason I looked at getting one was to be a bigger display to put on the controller for my drone.
0: Yeah, I can see that value. Perhaps that's probably yeah, a good use case. I
1: go. That's an awful lot of money for just a display for my drone. Yeah. Hmm, I'll just use my 6.7-inch iPhone.
0: You're probably getting just as good a resolution, if not better.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. It was always kind of hard to sell. I like it because it, it's physically a bigger display. It makes it a bit easier sometimes. But, yeah, I just couldn't justify the money for that.
0: No, but I, I don't know. I, for me, I'm just... But, yeah, new iMacs could be interesting. Um I think the other stuff like the um, Apple TVs, the Air, the AirTags, and the AirPods, jury's out and whether we see those or not. But two hours to do iMacs and Air, uh, iPads. That's a lot of time.
1: I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, it, it is two hours the iCar event, but maybe the event just won't be two hours long.
0: No, but there's I, there's a lot coming here. There's, but you know, there's this has been teed up a long time. It's been teased. There's obviously something happening here, yeah. and Apple. I think we're going to see the next illustration of the silicon chip, uh, so, you know, as in the M. Sorry, the M chip. I mean, I should say, um, or at least if they don't release yeah. it today, they'll tease it.
1: Well, yeah, it could be what's the IMAX, you know, the M1X or whatever in the iMac.
0: Yeah, you know my thoughts on the on the next. You know, I'm just waiting to see what that comes out. You know, well M X chip or whatever they call it. Come on, come on, give me more power, give me more RAM.
1: Yeah. <laughs> more options yeah more
0: options so we will cover the uh spring-loaded event in detail in our special show next yep. week uh, where we'll we'll bring you all of the feedback after a week of digesting it so i'll give you a chance to process things through and understand what's going on and we'll have that but to finish off our apple roundup this evening then so uh cut
1: no it's not to finish off you've missed one
0: no, I was meant to say the to, before we finish off that the the there is one more story, isn't there? Actually, around the Apple uh, it is oldest older. Now this I've, I misread this one in the show
1: notes. This is the older iPhones, the A12 chips. Is that right? It is. this this is odd. So Apple quietly released an updated um, support document uh, around the A12 chip and the S5 chips for the watches. Basically, saying they've. Any devices you buy or are made after 2020 to contain these chips will have an upgraded sorry, an upgraded secure storage component in their secure Enclave. Which is a bit odd. So obviously they all came with the V1 version. They've all been upgraded to the V2 version. Uh, but, but this it, is new hardware. No, this is... Yeah. But it's the old chip, but they've just upgraded one small bit in it.
0: Interesting. So There's no real
1: reason got... why. Is this some kind of security thing? You know, that there's some easier way to hack these with the V1 chips.
0: Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like you say, they're manufacturing... They're still manufacturing the older hardware.
1: Yeah. uh, But
0: for some of those processors, would imply that perhaps they're aware of a vulnerability that they don't Hmm. want to disclose.
1: But it only... It will only actually realistically affect the HomePod Mini, the Watch SE, and the iPad 8th gen.
0: So out of those three... The mini and the watch are probably bigger sellers. Yep. I know our iPad eight generation. That's that's the last one, isn't it?
1: Oh, I don't know where we are on that one now. Yes, the current the iPad.
0: <laughs> yeah. So actually, no. So I take it back then. So they're actually they're all pretty current devices then, really.
1: Yeah. HomePod um, Mini, but yeah, uh, yeah, September twenty twenty. So yeah, that was the, the slightly tweaked one that came out last year.
0: Interesting, considering, like you say, it's about the secure enclave piece as well. So they they must be aware that's got to be a vulnerability. They wouldn't make a change like that unless there was some vulnerability that they, again, like I say, are aware of but hasn't been disclosed.
1: Yeah, it's got to be. But so this this has happened. This was released back in December, apparently. But they've only just come across the support document now.
0: Yes, slipped under that just slowly out the door, wasn't it? No, fast. It was, very quietly. No fuss.
1: Very bad news.
0: Yeah. Very, very, I, uh, you know, makes you wonder what's, um, what's, what's... lurking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, curious, curious. Okay, so Carl, I know you've been itching to get on this. So, Carl, <clears throat> tell us about, so before we start, uh, Michin Kuo, uh, who you're gonna, who's been these, uh, yep. uh, uh rumors, they're not, I don't think for him, they're never a rumor, are they? With Michin, who's got uh, a Michin... good
1: track record,
0: he is. And for anybody who doesn't know who, who uh quo is he is uh, an analyst isn't he with some of the securities company one of the securities companies in korea um who clearly had the inside track on Apple and I think it's it's oh, it's around um uh more around I think the, the, the manufacturing process has got to be where they get their, their, their information from. I mean even but...
1: that or he's kidnapped Mr. Cook.
0: Yeah like you know like <laughs> you will tell me everything you know he's slowly to...
1: extracting the information <laughs>
0: Slowly, slowly. So come on, because I know you're. Like I say, you're, you're I mean, dying. He's to get this got body. a
1: lot to say, hasn't he? That is a lot of information. here is released. So, so let's start with the iPhone 14, yeah, the Pro. So, this is so next year's iPhone. Yeah, the
0: 2022 version.
1: The 2022 version. So he's confirmed. There's going to be four models: two 6.1 inch and two 6.7 inch phones. So I presume that's the non-Pro and the Pro. So Pro, Pro Max, a non-Pro and a non-Pro Max? Same as is today, then, isn't it? Same as today, really, yeah. Uh, there's going to be a 48 megapixel main sensor for the camera. So Ooh. considering the current iPhones only have 12 megapixel, that is a bit of an upgrade. But Apple's never really been about size, has it? It's been, <laughs> no. qua- been about quality, not quantity, when it came to the camera. So... I kind of suspect they'll do like some of the, I suppose the Android phones have done where, yes, it's got a 48 megapixel uh, sensor, but they'll uh, produce 12 megapixel images. You know, just more detail and less noise. They'll use it to improve the the current image.
0: Yeah. So this is very similar then to those high-end Samsungs uh, and uh, the OnePlus devices. And and the Huawei's, wasn't it? Were like the 100 megapixel. Because they weren't using 100 megapixel, surely, to... To take that, you know, it must be, like you say, it must be some computational piece here of having a bigger picture, but then downsizing Yeah, it they, they, and...
1: they use it to merge four pixels into one. Uh, and then So really know,
0: high quality, very yeah. crisp and clear, yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, the other thing that comes along now, Apple are actually going to be increasing the size of the, uh, the pixels quite a bit. So the current one's, I think, 1. 1.7 microns. And they're going to be going to 2.5 microns for the pixel sizes of the sensor. So much better for collecting more more light.
0: You think how good the night vision on those cameras is today? Yeah, uh, because of the sense. Remember, the, because they increase the C, they they increase the sensor size, didn't they? With the twelve on the pros.
1: Yeah, that was to one point seven. So they're going to go up by considerable margin against. That's 2.5. what I mean. And yeah. you know,
0: and, and you know, I've shown you. Remember a couple of those pictures I took of just. I think it was last year. Of, yeah. You know, in the evening, you know, and the light—it's just unbelievable for an iPhone. I will state for yeah. an iPhone.
1: Um, if they can make that yeah. quick it does take a little time to take those photos it does if I mean, <laughs> so they can use that extra pixel size to make that a quicker process and all the better
0: yeah it's it's very yeah but I guess they've got a year to well a year to perfect it
1: yeah yeah and I suppose the other one that comes along with that larger sensor size 8k video apparently
0: uh, yes for my 8k TV that I don't have
1: that's the one, you know, that stupidly powerful screen. PC to process that for you.
0: Yeah, well, actually, you say that the iPhone could probably chew through that in seconds, considering it, it can probably process.
1: can actually. And your, your M1 Dolby... Max probably will as well.
0: Dolby HDR on a phone, you know, just unbelievable, you know, like just yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, I remember what? last year, it was like, <laughs>
1: what? It's like a phone, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I know it's crazy. My TV doesn't even have Dolby, I no, should no. have bought a Samsung. <laughs> they tried not to get on with the whole Dolby thing, so I've got HDR Plus that no one uses.
0: Crack on, you know. So so for
1: 2022 but, well, then. Yeah, exactly. 2022, he's predicting four phones, larger sensors, larger pixel density, 8K video. But that's not the only thing he predicted, is he? Forget your iPhone 14s. Let's talk iPhone 15.
0: Okay. The so now... 2023 model. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we don't actually have a clue on the 12, uh, sorry, on the, on the on 13. The 13. The, no, it's not on that. The, That's old or, news. Or the 12S that potentially could be called. Yep. You know, that, yeah, we, we're done with that. We're now talking 2023 and the 15.
1: Yes, we are. Now, understand me, he doesn't have as much information. Oh, you do it, surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he couldn't extract it from Tim yet. Uh, but he's apparently saying we're going to get an underscreen face ID and front camera. So, no notch, because, uh, yeah. yeah, no
0: notch. Well, no, actually, you know what? Let's be honest. Within another two years, the idea of under display face ID isn't unrealistic. I think the technology could have moved on significantly by that point, yeah. surely.
1: Definitely. And, and you no, know, he was mentioning that the 14 will have potentially uh, what do they call it? A pinhole camera. Okay. So one of those little little, little circles with a camera in, rather than a, a full notch. So maybe they're moving the the is it the IR array for the face ID into the bezel itself. Clever. <clears throat> so I don't know. So you know, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, if they put the the camera underneath the screen, uh, yeah, no more notch. Be Again, nice.
0: mega speculation on that, though, considering the G is there, you know, and. Not typically ming quote is reasonably reliable and I think as I said because my view is that he has in, insight into the manufacturing yeah. um, and this
1: may be space. spot on now but two years is a long way away and a lot can change
0: yeah a massive amount can change in two years in terms of The design of them, in and I know everybody bangs on about. Oh well, I wish they changed the design. What are you going to change the design of the phone to? You know, there is there is you know really a finite amount of changes that can be made, isn't it, on the actual size and look of the phone? You know, you only have to go back to was it uh, Nokia's N-gauge device? You remember the like the like croissant. No one
1: wanted that one. one?
0: No, nobody wants to hold that. You know. there is a kind of an optimal shape for a phone, isn't it? At this point in time. It is. It is. And I state, I state, you know, as in when I say this point in time, I mean, as in acceptance. Um, and I know people bang on about as well. Like you said about the 2022 phone. Oh, well, they've stolen that from Samsung or well, they actually Samsung are pretty much most of the main suppliers for these cameras, aren't they? And stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Samsung and Sony for the camera modules.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, Oh, hang on a minute. How can you compete with your supplier? No, you can't, you know? and, I think we said at the start, didn't we, around Apple, it's like Apple don't necessarily innovate in the same way as you think they do. They drive the market acceptance. So, you know, Samsung and other manufacturers have tested the waters with these high-end stuff. Yep. And and Apple do a fantastic, if not the best in the market, around making that a production-ready and accepted technology, don't they?
1: Yeah, they do, definitely.
0: But I don't know. Interesting stuff. I'm still curious <laughs> to know what to know what this is going to bring me. But um... <laughs>
1: yeah. But still, one last point on the uh, iPhone 15 or whatever we're going to call this at this point. It should apparently have a two time perisc- a two x periscope telescopic lens. Periscope? How does that work? Is it pop out the top? Periscopic No, I think it's to do where it's moving. It takes up more space inside. It's moving mirrors, isn't it? I think some of the
0: ah uh, yes, yeah.
1: I want to say Huawei had this.
0: Ah, uh, is that the one they did with the hundred eight megapixel one?
1: Yeah, and it's used for the zoom part and by moving mirrors in- internally. But obviously it takes a bit more space in your standard camera.
0: Anything that can do to give me more zoom optically than digitally, I'm always down for. Because oh, yeah. I what-
1: disabled digital; it's just not worth it.
0: Just, no, so just okay. Zoom
1: in post production.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because you know, just crop half the screen; I don't need the rest of it. Um, but yeah, okay, interesting, interesting. But that's not—I mean, that's that—that's not all, is it? He had—he has some more. Oh, all... no.
1: There is one more, one more thing. Uh, Apple's AR headset. So apparently due to arrive in twenty twenty two, and this is the headset, not the glasses that we've spoken about. So uh, okay, so this is not the,
0: not the so AR the glass...
1: glasses, not your like subscription normal glasses with AR built into them. This is a AR, not a VR, an AR headset. So I'm thinking more HoloLens.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, HoloLens is the gold standard at the moment, isn't it, for AR? Yeah. So um,
1: apparently 2022, going to cost £1,000. And uh, it's got 15 cameras on it.
0: Of course, you can never have too many cameras.
1: No, no. But I mean, you need so many cameras to track the outside world and figure out your place within it. Uh, but there's also going to be cameras in there to track the eye movements.
0: Yeah, so that's yeah, and I think AR is definitely more of a marketplace future future marketplace than say VR is. I think because AR in engineering, in defense, in other industries, is going to have many more use cases, isn't it? Because you can have that uh, mixed reality as, as yeah, it's more of a
1: shared experience, isn't it?
0: Yeah, you know, like I know they I know the we've all seen this kind of videos isn't it? I think Microsoft HoloLens are the engineers, aren't they, stood in front of an engine or That's some pipework yep. and like they can explode the pipework in front of them, can't they to see they where the yep. where the fitting is uh, or you pull up the instruction manual side by side when you're looking at it. Those have got far more applications than a, a VR headset where you're locked into that um that view, isn't it? Uh, it
1: is. It is. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting where they go with this. So obviously, twenty twenty two is only next year. So yeah, this time next year we have some announcements on our AR headset. I'm going to guess it's only going to work with Apple Kit though. So you may have to report on that once you bought it, Jay. <laughs>
0: Hang on, listen. Just for the record, you know, I've just stepped into the the VR market myself.
1: Hello, you have just congratulations purchased a VR headset today.
0: Uh, but just I must stress a very cheap second hand. Uh, VR headset, uh, yes. which is an old model, discontinued model, discontinued Oculus, which very well,
1: recently we, discontinued. Yes,
0: we will say no more about. But very cheap, thanks to our uh, flea bay. Um, and uh, yes, I will be uh, reporting back on my first experiences into uh, into VR. Uh, well, in, technically you know, cameras... your first, <laughs> yeah, well, first, you proper
1: know,
0: <laughs> first proper one, first proper one, first proper one. You know, of a uh, experience on my own PC, and. Um, yeah but uh, yeah sorry I digress uh you know that is not the apple ar but yeah i wonder have the have the glasses rumors died a death
1: uh on no this? i mean he did say they these aren't the glasses but the glasses are still coming they're just further out yeah okay i
0: uh, just interesting to see what actually turns up but who knows you know this is uh, you know we're still talking a couple of years out again aren't we? well no two years no. aren't we 2022 so we-
1: next year next year for the ar headset 2022 we well,
0: 2021 yeah. now i look air tax, cough cough um yeah yeah power okay. mat. <laughs> what power what you know like
1: ah cool okay
0: well let's see that definitely won't be announced tomorrow so we'll
1: that, <laughs> no that will I, not that would I be a shock if it was <laughs>
0: I can say with certainty that we know, there'll be no Power Map tomorrow or uh, Air Tags, or VR headset.
1: Would Would so, you bet your eyebrows on that?
0: Well, i bet my eyebrows on a VR headset tomorrow, I yeah, guarantee. Let's <laughs> um, see what I did there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Right, so to wrap us up tonight then, let us talk about Star Trek Discovery Season 4. So, if you recall to last week's episode, uh, we were talking about what was coming up, and I dropped the bombshell that Star Trek Uh, disco season four was coming out in a few months time which completely took me and Carl by surprise because i would only read it there and then on the internet yeah so it turns out that season four it has is in the can uh after a very clever recording and production schedule during the pandemic and is due for a late 2020 rom release which is now slated we think to um be towards sort of uh well, they're saying the fall or the autumn time, potentially. November,
1: but... December, we're saying. I think yeah. we've got Lower Deck Season two first to come out, and Prodigy have... Season 1, which they actually released some um, some screenshots of the other day. uh oh, did they? Captain Janeway's in it.
0: Yeah, she's a mentor, isn't she? She's, no, young... she's the,
1: yeah, the Starship's built-in emergency training hologram. Yeah. But, uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> <so laughs> obviously that's got, uh, is it Catherine Mulgrew?
0: Mulgrew, yes, that's her. Yeah, that
1: plays her. So yeah, I hadn't realized that. But yeah, she's in that. So apparently it's scheduled for after those two. So yeah, probably November, December time. And then Picard Season Two
0: will follow on next year at some point. January, February. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, and to you too. So uh season four of Discovery then. So what do we know? Well, what we know is that basically the most of the cast are returning, so it yep. so it's been sort of said. Uh Michael Burnham is still the captain of of the discovery in the 30th, 32nd century, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah,
1: something um,
0: like that. and we're pretty much saying that this is kind of building on well, it's a bit more stable than season three because they've established their roles now, isn't it? Finally, Burnham is the captain, which we've been wanting basically since season one. It's been obvious. Saru went off to Kanemar to uh, uh, yep. connect with his people, didn't he? And uh, he's back though. But he's not captain.
1: No, he was in a trailer, but he was wearing the same color uniform as uh, Burnham. So I presume maybe he's second in command.
0: Well, Tilly's first officer. Don't forget,
1: she was wearing different. I was looking at the. I've got new uniforms. You see in the show. Yes, but, new but... Form I was looking at the colors again. And I was like, oh.
0: Yeah, but if you could hark back to no, I, I know it doesn't work because technically they're beyond. But if you hark back to the original series, um, Kirk wore gold for command. Yeah. Spock wore blue for science.
1: Ah, okay. Maybe Eng- own ship.
0: <laughs> and Tilly's engineering. Yes. But it's without sort of speculation, Saru could have joined the command, uh, could have joined command back at the um, headquarters.
1: The space station, yeah.
0: But we're speculating massively. Um Definitely. But uh, they are saying that there's some other re- returning characters, isn't there? it, is around um, Stamets and... Um, hugh culver which is anthony rapp and wilson cruz respectively uh, as uh commander paul stamets and dr cuba if you recall from season three paul stamets was slightly annoyed wasn't he with um <laughs> just a bit with, with michael burnham i don't know how, i don't know we didn't really see if that got resolved did we because he she teleported him off the ship didn't she but uh for safety well yep. uh, but you know and um, kind of it was like he thought that everybody was going to die including his husband. And she kind of made the, that tough command decision, wasn't it? That she had to she s- did.
1: sacrifice had to people. Yep.
0: Um, whether they made up or not, who knows. Um, but also, who's the other one that just comes to mind? Um, uh, the Trill. Uh,
1: oh. Uh, uh, Adira. Adira, yes. And is it gr- Gray? Her invisible boyfriend, yes. Yeah, that's the one.
0: Well, I say invisible because isn't it like she's he doesn't, doesn't exist anymore, does it? It's a figment of imagination.
1: Well, yeah. Or hmm. is he? Or is he? I don't know. <laughs> we'll wait and see on that one. But, but what we do know though is it's some kind of gravitational anomaly, isn't it? An Anom- anomaly. Anomaly. <laughs> which is which is the bad guy in, in this season.
0: Yeah, wow. so we've we've got rid of the the classic uh villain in the last one, isn't it? And now we've got like say some kind of uh Natural anomaly is it? You know. Yeah,
1: it's, it's well. I don't know. This we've got from it's huge. Apparently, it's five light years across. But then someone thinks they said it doesn't seem to be anchored in space because they say it can go anywhere.
0: Uh, so It's so like
1: it's moving. Uh, sentient happen in nature. Sentient is it? Be controlled by someone? Is this artificial? Where's Q? <laughs> he's in Picard. Not going to put him in Discovery yet. Yeah, he's, he's busy. Like uh... he's busy with Picard. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, and also the other thing you got to ask is what's happening to um, what's happening to the sphere data? Remember, which is now ah oh, yeah ship is Um, and if anybody watched it, the one of the things I picked up from the some of the the notes was uh was the Star Trek shorts. If you remember, the final one was Calypso. Uh, wasn't Short it? Treks, yeah. Which was the Calypso episode, wasn't it? Where Discovery's been abandoned, yep. but the computer's still sentient.
1: That's the one, yeah. Um,
0: and it obviously it's several year, hundred years into the future where they are. Is that the, um, did we see the start of that? Where the sphere mm. data, remember, it went into the, uh, the little robots, didn't it? Do you remember? In, it did, yeah. Yeah. Are we going to, Interesting. Um, yeah, are we going to have that? I don't know, but there's so much to cover. And I think, you know, Discovery has firmly established itself now as as a proper oh, startup definitely. series. Um you know, we need to know more. Also, a undisgu- big question. Grudge, is it a cat or is it something else?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, is it a flurkin? Have you seen Captain Marvel?
0: What the hell is a flurkin?
1: <laughs> Have you seen, not seen, the, is it Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel? The, the Avengers? I know, I know what you're on about, but no, I haven't. The cat in that is a flurkin, and basically it's a cat, but when you're not looking, it turns into a giant monster and eats people.
0: I had a feeling that might be the case with uh <laughs> Which Grudge. is where but I was like,
1: Huh. There's more to this cat than meets the eye. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's de- well, it definitely was. They were alluding to so much of that, weren't they? With every they kind of time you saw the cat. But yeah, uh, you, you know, it's, or is it going to be like Men in Black? You remember, you know, <laughs> <because> it's an <laughs> Orion's belt. You know, you can save the universe with Orion's belt. You're like, yeah, what? The cat's oh, the
1: called cat bloody Orion. Or, or <laughs> yeah, like,
0: it's like. But, um, oh. I don't know. It's definitely loads to look forward to, but you're right. We've got, you know, season two of Lower Decks coming first, uh, Star Trek Prodigy, as yep. you said, which they've, they've up, you know, which has kind of been very quiet, hasn't it really up until this point it around uh, around that. And there's talk of obviously the new Star Trek film, isn't it? That we, I think we kind of touched on a bit the other week. That's JJ uh, Abrams. Is that going to uh, come
1: out? Yeah. I think he's back for it, isn't he?
0: It is. But again, is that going to be still continuing on from the, um,
1: yeah. Where's that place? Is that a, different universe Is I'm, trying to think of what, that? I'm trying to think of what
0: they called it the uh prime no the kelvin timeline isn't it the kelvin, oh, timeline. kelvin
1: timeline that's it yeah
0: yeah so i don't know I don't because know. there was a lot of rumors around the cast weren't, com- weren't coming back wasn't it
1: Hmm. interesting
0: who knows who knows but did, sure. i cannot wait for discovery season four i think you know
1: okay. I did you see shows. in the trailer i thought i saw a cardassian
0: I don't know. I didn't. I'll have to go back and watch it. No, I don't. Yeah, don't have think a look. You no, know,
1: they, 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 obviously they're talking with the Vulcans. So the Vulcans seem to have joined. They return to the Federation. On, yeah, on, on board now. But one of those scenes, there's a woman there. who looks very much. like She has Kardashian face markings. Yeah, you know, all the raised ridges round. And I'm like, well, we've not seen anything about them since probably Deep Space Nine, have we? No, no I just wonder. Right. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just another species. But it looked quite Kardashian-like. It'd be interesting
0: to know whether or not in Picard whether or not they show anything about Cardassians and um mm. uh and uh, whether or not they go to anything like the Deep Space Nine side of things, Bajorans and all that, because that was massive part of the Star Trek sort of lore, wasn't it? it um, was. the whole Q appeared whole...
1: in D S nine, didn't he? He
0: did, yeah, I think he did, yeah. Yeah. And Voyager. Yes, because Let's be honest. He could have, have taken his, his fingers seven... and
1: sent them all back, could he? <laughs>
0: that, could have, that, could have been, that could have been two episodes of Voyager, you know, let alone seven years. But, uh, yeah, that's a whole different problem. But, look, plenty to look forward to uh, on that point. So I think that's a good place for us to wrap up tonight. Yeah. yep. Um, quick shout out from me. Um, so I want to say hello to uh, our friends down in Australia. And in uh, Southeast Asia, I won't drop them names to fear of embarrassment. But uh, you know who you guys are over in Melbourne and Singapore. Uh, thanks for listening in, and thanks for your reviews. And we will uh, hopefully uh, give you plenty more episodes to listen to. Um, you can find us uh, on Twitter at the uh, the week at Weekly Tech Rant. Sorry, I nearly got our own handle wrong. <laughs> Weekly Tech Rant, and also online at Tech Rant dot online where all our show notes are published so we'll be back next week for the spring loaded event where carl and i will be giving you all of the lowdown and our reviews and carl will be proving whether or not i need to shave my eyebrows off (laughs) so on that note it's goodbye from me and goodbye from me have a good evening all